Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's move on to some shout-outs. Reginald had a birthday this month. Happy birthday, Reginald. I hope for your birthday you got an ice scepter and a fire sword and a lightning helmet and a water amulet and a big bucket of goofballs. Reginald, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a wizard with statue powers. And you could turn people and things into statues. Thanks for listening, Reginald. And happy birthday to Emmett from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Emmett loves fart jokes, so we're like kindred spirits. Emmett, I hope for your birthday you get the ability to bring sandwiches to life so you can chat with them during lunch. And a magic wand that lets you turn rocks into gummy snacks and a bicycle that can fly and a big bucket of goofballs. I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a kid who can send himself into a video game so you can play them for real. Thanks for listening, Emmett. Today's episode is titled Good Guy Pirates on Ice, Part 3. Alex, Ben, and Lucas sat on the deck of the ship, brainstorming different ways to save their brother and defeat the Ice King. He's under a spell, said Alex. All we need to do is break the spell. So let's go buy some anti-spell potion. That should work. Yeah, but we can't put the potion on Julian because he's surrounded by ice, noted Ben. Like, the potion wouldn't really touch him, it'd just be on the thick layer of ice surrounding him, and that wouldn't work. Would it? Alex hadn't considered that. Oh yeah, I guess not. Well, what if we just defeat the Ice King? That should break the spell. Probably, but can we beat him without Julian's help? Said Ben. We tried fighting him all together, and it didn't turn out too well. I doubt it'll go much better with just the three of us. Alex looked at the ground and thought about this. Ben was right. They were going to need to work together if they hoped to defeat the Ice King. They needed to break the spell on Julian first. Just then, Lucas approached and held something in front of Alex's face. It was a pocket watch. A little old round watch with a small chain attached to it. Lucas held the chain, and the watch dangled in front of Alex's face. Lucas moved his hand back and forth, and the pocket watch swayed from side to side. You are getting sleepy. Very sleepy, said Lucas, as Alex's eyes followed the watch. 
Of course, shouted Ben. We hypnotize him. If we can hypnotize him, then he'll probably break free from the Ice King's spell. Yeah, but he's a raging beast, said Alex. There's no way we can hypnotize him with a pocket watch if he's so busy trying to smash us into pancakes. Again, a silence fell over the three brothers as they thought of a way to address their problem. So, we get him stationary, said Ben. We can't hold him down. He's too strong, covered by ice the way he is. What if we, what if we just, you know, if we try and something like about, um... Ben thought that if he just kept talking, the idea would come to him. But it didn't. He rambled on for a bit and then just trailed off. The deck of the boat was silent as Alex and Ben struggled to figure out how to keep Julian still enough to hypnotize him. Lucas was fiddling with the pocket watch, holding it from its chain and watching it sway back and forth. Tick-tock, tick-tock, you're hypnotized, Lucas said as he played. This gave Ben the idea he'd been waiting for. That's it, he blurted out. Lucas can do it. Just like earlier when we were fighting those other ice beasts and Lucas got on that one's shoulders and covered his eyes, he can do that again. Except instead of holding his hands over the beast's eyes, he can reach around and use the pocket watch to hypnotize Julian right there in front of his face. Alex furrowed his eyebrows a bit. He tried to get a mental picture of Lucas sitting on the back of Ice Julian's shoulders and holding on with one hand. And then little Lucas would reach his other hand around Ice Julian's head and sway the pocket watch back and forth. I guess it could work, said Alex. Also, we don't have any better ideas, said Ben, which kind of makes this idea even better. That's not how that works, said Alex. But I think this is the plan we go with. What do you say, Lucas? You want to go hypnotize Ice Julian? Oh yeah, hypnotize Ice Julian, said Lucas. Again, the brothers packed their adventure bags and used the catapult to launch themselves from the deck of their ship over the water and onto the island. It didn't take long for Ice Julian to find them again. They heard the stomping of his huge ice-covered body long before they saw it, the sound of trees and ice being crushed as he barreled through the frozen jungle. Okay, get ready. He's almost here. Alex prepared Ben and Lucas for Ice Julian's arrival, and a second later he burst through the trees. Ben and Alex began deflecting his blows right away with the broad sides of their swords. Alex saw a good opportunity, and he grabbed Lucas by the back of his shirt and threw him up into the air. Lucas sailed up toward Julian, falling down right on his shoulders. The toddler giggled as Ice Julian spun around like a bucking bronco trying to shake him off. Lucas held on tight and reached around so his hand holding the pocket watch was in front of Julian's face. Julian's entire head was surrounded by a thick layer of ice, but it was clear so he could see right through it. The watch dangled out in front of Julian and his eyes began to follow it as it swayed back and forth, back and forth. Julian continued to struggle, fighting Alex and Ben while trying to shake Lucas off his shoulders. And all the while, he followed the pocket watch as it swayed back and forth, back and forth. Lucas sang, Julian, Julian. And the sound traveled through the thick ice and into Julian's ears, and his eyes followed the watch back and forth, back and forth. And he kept hearing Lucas's voice sing, Julian, 
Julian. And his eyelids got heavy, and his big ice arms and legs slowed down to the point that Alex and Ben just stood and watched him slow to a stop. And Ice Julian wobbled and teetered, and he fell right to his bottom, and it made a loud boom sound. Lucas climbed down off Julian's shoulders and walked back to Alex and Ben. The three brothers cautiously watched Ice Julian just sit there on the jungle floor, nearly motionless. They crept forward, half afraid that Julian would come to and start swinging at them again. But Ice Julian did no such thing. He just sat there, and the closer and closer they got, they could see that his eyes were closed and his breathing was deep. Is he asleep? asked Ben. I think he is, said Alex. We were supposed to hypnotize him, not put him to sleep, said Ben. Well, we've never tried to hypnotize someone before. I'd say this is a pretty good first try, said Alex. Well, what do we do now? asked Ben. Uh, wake him up, suggested Alex. Well, what if he attacks us again? said Ben. Well, I don't know, said Alex. But we need to figure out if maybe the hypnotizing put him to sleep and broke him from the Ice King's spell or just put him to sleep. Alex and Ben looked at each other as if to say, Well, I'm not going to wake him up. Lucas walked up to Julian. He began slapping the ice covering his face. The sharp smacking sound rattled in Julian's head and his eyes slowly opened. Lucas? Julian quietly gasped. Lucas, why are you smacking my face, buddy? Alex and Ben rushed over and asked, What's wrong? Is that you, Julian? Are you in there? In where? Julian asked, and he lifted his arms and looked upon the thick, icy layer covering his entire body. Then his memories caught up with him, and he remembered everything that had happened. Oh, Pickles, I'm an ice monster, said Julian. Ah, oh, stop being so dramatic said Alex. You're not a monster, you're just covered with a thick layer of ice. Are you cold in there? Surprisingly, no, it's not too bad, said Julian. I think it's like an igloo or something where, where the air inside here is warm. Also, the sun shining through keeps me from getting too cold. So should we bust you out of there? asked Ben, readying his sword. He and Alex gripped their swords tight and took a few steps to get right next to Julian. No, 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 wait, wait said Julian, scooting back from his brothers. What if I just stay like I am? Alex, Ben, and Lucas waited for Julian to continue his explanation. I can maybe sneak into the Ice King's lair, if I'm still an ice beast like this, said Julian. Maybe they'll just let me walk right in, and I can, well, I don't know, maybe sabotage the place or find a way to smuggle you three in there. Julian's plan was incomplete but it made a lot of sense. There was no way they were getting even close to that ice castle looking like regular kids. They'd be spotted miles away. And who knows how many ice beasts there were guarding the place. Yeah, that's actually a good idea, said Alex. What do you think, Ben? Makes sense to me, said Ben. What do you think, Lucas? Popsicle, said Lucas. And he broke an ice spike off Julian's arm and began sucking on it. All right, then said Alex. Operation Sneak into the Ice King's Castle is a go. Let's get ready. And the brothers put their heads together to work out the details of their plan to defeat the Ice King.
The end. Thanks for listening, friends. Be sure to click the link in the show notes to visit the Kids Stories Podcast YouTube channel for some cool writing videos. Adios.